It's the Truth Be Told Show. Show. If you're not willing to fish deep, then you're going to continue getting shadow consequences, okay? Mm, that's that third eye. Mm. If you can't handle the truth, okay, uh, you might want to go ahead and stone it. That's what happened to Stephen, right? You know, yeah. Stephen got stoned, right? Because he was dropping something so heavy, okay, that they couldn't handle it. So that's basically what you're referring to, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Two years old, or three, three years old, two years old. We were young kids, mm. and my sister Ann, who was about 10, was taking care of us. We got reported to the New York State uh, <laughs> Social Services. They took us out. And we ended up in foster homes. Okay. And I, we, I, I can't prove it, Michonne, but I think she escaped Nazi Germany because she was so strict. She had a one-acre property in Peekskill, New York, with barbed wire around it. Now, this, this African-American brother and his brother, and I saw how he was taking care of his brother, and we bonded against the Nazi. You know, and he was good Christian, Sunday school. Big public. time cr- cr- confessing Christian. He right. was an IBM executive in White Plains, New York, the IBM headquarters. Now, what happened was there were some riots and stuff, and he, he popped off at the table. He said, oh, look at them niggers. They're up to no good. They're tearing up the city. And so Peter Hayes is sitting there, and I said, hey, you shouldn't call them niggers. They're black people just like us. He came up and beat on me. And I'm fending off the blow. So he's beat me, bum, bum, bum. And he would go downstairs for 15 minutes, came up, beat me, and I'm blown. He was demon-possessed. He was so angry that I challenged him. What happened, I was big into sports for a while, and um, I remember saying, I'll never use drugs. You know, they called me Hazer, H-A-Z-E-R, got high five times a day. So my friends would pick me up at 7.30 in the morning. We'd smoke a joint. 10 a.m. homeroom, smoke a joint. Noon, go out, smoke a joint. After school, 3.30, smoke a joint. Every night up until about 7, 7.30, we had to be home 8, smoke a joint. I did this for four years of my life, from 17, 18, 19, 20. And, yeah, now here's what happened. If, you, if you've never taken a hallucinogenic like mushrooms or LSD, that opens you up spiritually. So I had this experience where I descended into hell. And three times they said, your soul belongs to, to us. Give up your soul. And I refused them. I'm fighting this out. Show me everything I did wrong. Lying, stealing, drugging, you know, blah, blah. And I couldn't argue with them because these are things I did. So they, they, they felt like they had me. These demons even said this. Your mother died because of you. Oh, snap. I'm a four-year-old bo- boy. My mother died. They wanted all this guilt trip. And I was praying desperately to God. After about three, four hours, I snapped out of it. And I didn't give up my soul to the devil. And, you know, and I had a reapproachment. So the people that was there and I got confirmation with that with my brother up in Paducah. He said he said it to me first. He said Peter Hayes dropped such a deep conversation that if you had any amount of truth in you, you either is going to play it or if you try to fight against it, be exposed. I am an ordained minister. I've been preaching and ministry all over the world. God's blessed me. Thank you. God took a little hustling kid from New York. I've been to Russia. I've been to Kenya, Africa. Talked to prime ministers. I met the prime minister of Kenya and talked to him just like we are. I met the president of Ethiopia, the vice president of Nigeria, and they shook my hand telling some of the stuff. I've been to Israel twice. I've been to Japan, Korea, all over America. And that's what God will do when you turn your life over. I go to job interviews and I'm like, nah, I ain't going to hire no long-haired hippie, (laughs) you know. So I... One day, one day, the spirit just woke me up and said, Peter, you need to go get a haircut. So I went down and was on my way to get a haircut, like Paul, Paul, <laughs> you know, you know. and on the way, I met two Christian sisters, and they said, hey, you know, uh, we're, we're doing some workshop. You like to come hear what we're doing? And when God said he created man and his males and females and his image and likeness, and he gave us three simple duties and responsibility to be fruitful as individuals man up as a man woman up as a female and then come together in godly marriage multiply 
and have dominion. Okay. Oh, wow. I've been blaming God for what the devil did. See, God didn't tell my father to drink and become a drunk. It was or the use devil. the N-word. That's right. Well, that was foster parents. Yeah, but yeah, I'm but, talking but, about real But parents. I'm used yeah. to them. Yeah. All that, that, all that. That yeah. was the devil. And what happened is I went down by the river, and I had a prayer, and I repented to God in tears. I said, I'm sorry. I've been angry at you. And we reapproached. So that was beautiful. And then I had a vision of Jesus on the cross. And people don't understand it, but I saw Jesus on the cross. And he was in tears, crying. And I, I'm, I'm having this spiritual vision. And I asked him, why are you crying? You know, we, we talk about Jesus' glory. So he said, Peter, the people are doing terrible things in my name. And they're not, they don't understand that I came to build the kingdom of heaven on earth. I didn't come to die on the cross. I came to free people on earth, the kingdom of heaven on earth as it is in heaven. And, and, I, and I was like, oh, wow. And, and I said, I asked Jesus straight up because I wanted to, that devil was still telling me, the devil was saying, hey, you ought to go back to your drugs and your guitar. And I said, Jesus. I'm going, to be, I'm going to ask you straight up, is this where you want me to be? You want me to build? And Jesus said, yes, I want you to dedicate your life to building the kingdom of heaven on earth. Now, I'm 19 and a half, a little bit shy of 20. And so I, that's where I went from Peter Hayes to Hazer to Better Days with Peter Hayes. And I've been doing ministry and business and all over the world for 40 years. And I'm a kingdom builder. I tell people I am a global tribal messiah. You took me to Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. to meet Reverend Moon. And I met Reverend Moon. And I sat in a Reverend Moon teaching, okay? And he, too, shared stuff with me that I had never heard before. Yep. That I, And I didn't get it from different people. I got it straight from Reverend Moon, which makes my life, I believe, that I am also a Messiah, okay? Uh, because from that day on, I started walking with a tremendous difference authority. in my yep. belief and authority that comes from not from religion, but from my relationship with my creator. America has forgotten. Forgotten. Listen in and unlearn to relearn. As we set the record straight. Record straight. Record straight. And now, your host of the Truth Be Told Show. 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 Mr. Just Ask Joe and Uncle Mishorn. Good morning, good morning, good morning. We're back just is the Truth Be Told Show here in Louisville, Kentucky. I'm waiting on my partner to get on the line. I don't know where he's at. I don't know hey, where he's... what's going on, man? Hey, there you are, man. I didn't, didn't know didn't know you was there, man. I mean, what's going on, Home Slice? Hey, man. Yeah, we we gotta talk to the engineer, man. He should have let you know. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he didn't give me the yeah. He didn't give me a finger. He didn't give, he didn't give me nothing over here. I didn't even know you was there. All right, what's up, man? I hope, well, I hope, he, I hope he never gives you the finger. <laughs> <I hope that. laughs> hey, well, listen up. We have a, uh, a very uh, uh, interesting show today, man. We got better days with Peter Hayes. He's sitting right here next to me and everything. So uh, we gonna we gonna be getting into this conversation a little bit, but before we. Uh, do that, man. What, 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 what kind of Tuesday is it today? What, 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 what kind of Tuesday is it today? Oh, man. It's an amazing Tuesday, brother. It is uh, 9.02 a.m. on uh, March 8th of 2022. And on this particular Tuesday, uh, it is the only March 8th, 2022 Tuesday that you will ever have this year or any other. So you better make it a great day because it's the only one of its kind that you get. All right. Take it easy. Back to you, Uncle Michon. Yeah, man. Listen up. We got a lot. Man, listen up. Uh, first of all, let's, uh, you know, just say to the Ukraine, Ukraine and uh, families and the things that's going on in Ukraine and everything. We send our prayers out to them. We send our, you know, hopes to them and everything. Uh, you know, I, I almost wanted to go a little, you know, you know, say some crazy stuff about some things I've learned about a few things about Ukraine and and the neighboring uh, uh, countries and everything, the things that they're doing and everything. Then I decided to hold back. You know, I'm a hold back. You know, you know, and I go there. It's just say, you know, uh, Russia and uh, Putin. Uh, uh, he's up to something. And uh, I don't know if we, we totally understand everything that's going on, but, you know, there is stuff 
that we don't know all about, okay? Just like, you know, you know, when we think about the, the issue concerning the shooting by the gentleman that shot after the mayor candidate, you know, there there's things that we don't know about. You know, there's, uh, you know where I'm going, Joe, just a lot of things we don't know about and everything that people put out there in the airways, but we don't really know because, you know, we're the bottom-up people. You know, we're the bottom-up people. We don't have privilege to a lot of information. And so sometimes, not sometimes, we are led like sheep, you know, deceived, not knowing everything. Hey, Joe, do you feel where I'm going, man? I just want to, you know, would I get too heavy into some stuff, man? I just wanted to, you know. Yeah, I, 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 I definitely see what you're saying, brother. Um, the reality is that there is a lot of things that go on, a lot of things that happen that, um, you know, I, I'm, I am very inclined to believe, you know. I mean, I, I love my country. Right. Uh, yet I understand that there is a lot of things, there's a lot of nefarious people uh, in positions of power. Right. And unfortunately, you know, what we see is what they want us to see. Right. That, that's the reality. We understand that the media, you know, I mean, I, I, my youngest son's mother works as a producer for a, uh, a, a TV station in, I'm not even going to say the state, but you know, she told me there's just a few websites that all of, you know, uh, reporters and everybody uploads their stuff to these websites. And that's where everybody, you know, kind of gets the news from, mm. from all over. They, they all go to these websites and this is where they go and they find news reports from all over, you know, the, the, the U.S. And, and they upload them, you know, and this is how they make decisions on the news is going to be talked about. So, you know, when I think about that, there's a lot of room for play in that. There's right. a lot of room for somebody to manipulate, right. to play around, to to mess with. So, you know, <laughs> excuse me, it's one of those situations where, you know, I, I don't believe everything that I see. And whenever somebody sits there and says, well, I heard it on the TV or I heard it on the news, then, you know, I know what type of mindset that, that person has. You know, you know I mean? and, and so you lead right into, you know, if anybody were to visit my website or on my Facebook, I got the third eye. You know, I'm, I'm starting to have this third eye. You know, I got my two eyes, uh, Vince, but that third eye, you know, is that, you know, the Twilight Zone. It was a, like a series with a guy on uh, Twilight Zone pulled the hat up and he had that third eye. And everything, brother, I'm starting to really I'm starting to, you know, really be in tune to that third eye. OK, that third eye, that intuition, that he. That that little epiphany, that little insight that tells me caution, okay? Uh, that tells me uh, be aware. Uh, that 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 insight, that you know, intuition, okay? That I think that we're all born with. I really do believe that every single one of us are born with that little voice. You know, we we see the commercial with a, you know, we have the the good angel on the right side, and you have the you know the devil on the other on the left side, and everything. And a lot of us just you know don't take it serious. But I truly believe that you gotta build up, you gotta develop, you gotta put muscle. To the right side, okay? If you don't put no work to it and everything, you will be more leaning to what's on the left side. You know, hey, Joe, come on, man. Hey, Dr. Simon ain't called in, so, you know, uh, we're just going to roll through this because he's not here. So, Joe, that's why I ain't brought brought him up. We're going to roll on through this. But what do you think about the third eye, Joe? Come on, Joe. You, You see where I'm going? Having that third eye. I definitely, uh, I definitely see what you're talking about, man. I mean, it's it's one of those situations where you have to uh, have some intuition these days. You have to uh, think a little bit deeper. You got to go a little bit deeper. You can't just look at the surface yep. and and think you're gonna know everything. You're gonna have to go a little bit deeper. But that's a connection that you're gonna have to have with this God force energy in this universe. That's a, a connection you're gonna have to have with the spirit to be able to sit there and dig deeper feel deeper, understand deeper uh, than, than, than the average person. Because most people, you know, most people are just kind of caught up, uh, you know, doing what they do, and, 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 and that's all that there is for them. But, you know, when you start looking at stuff, man, you're going to have to start thinking a little bit deeper because things are changing, and they're changing fast, 
And and unfortunately, I believe that there's a lot of people out there that, that aren't going to realize it to the last minute, and then they're going to be so surprised when things have changed so drastically. Hey, Joe, yo, your guy is here. You know, go ahead and introduce uh, uh, Dr. Simon is here, uh, uh, Joe. So, uh, okay. Well, uh, introducing uh, Dr. Simon of the uh, American Family Association of Kentucky. Uh, Dr. Simon, welcome once again to the Truth Be Told show. How you doing there? Great. How are you? Fantastic. Fantastic. You got Mr. Just As Joe and uh, Uncle Mishorn here. And uh, Peter Hayes is with us today, today, too. So, what, what, what's, what's going on with you today? You have something on your mind you want to talk about? Well, you know, there's uh, so much confusion in the news, you don't know what's going on. Uh, there, it seems to me, uh, two sides to the news. You got the people are trying to get the truth out, and then there are others that are trying to uh, control the conversation and keep us from knowing what's going on. Is that right? Well, now, Dr. Sam, was you just listening to us just early? You just trying to, you know, you're trying to pander to us and everything because you was listening to us. Did you know we were just we were just talking about that? We was just. Is that right? We was. No, just, I didn't hear a word. I just I just came on. Wow. Joe, did you do you think he playing with us, man? You know, did he, I think he was listening hey, man, to the no, show, man. Uh, I think he's got his third eye open. That's what I think. <laughs> <laughs> See, we were just talking about the very same thing that you're talking about. So if you really we were just saying the same exact thing. So do you want to you know, this is your time. Do you want to drop yeah. anything specific? OK, that you think the listeners who's listening to Truth Be Told, what do you want dropped on them that, you know, is the truth? Well, you know, there are two sides to the news that you got the uh, what you call the uh, routine, the liberal news like CBS. Mainstream media. Yeah, the media. Yeah. CNN, ABC, yeah, the mainstream, and even Fox News has been, in part, taken over that way. And uh, they're controlled by higher powers, which are not really apparent. But, you know, the only other major power in the world today would be the Chinese communists. And they're doing everything they can to try to take over the world, too. And then they're, you know, the people that are just trying to survive and feed their family and things like that. And they're trying to find out what's going on in the world, too. And uh, so you got the the liberal media, you've got the left wingers, you got the one world government, the one world government. people that want to have one world government, the rich people that are trying to, uh, you know, control big business. and One percenters. The, one percenters. You're talking about uh, those one percenters, right? I can't hear you. The well, one, I, wonder, I wonder if every one percenter is, is like that. Or, oh, one percenter. Yeah. One percenter. Well, well, that's the, the those are the people. One percent of 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 the or one percent of the people in America that uh, are controlling, you know, ninety nine percent of the wealth in this country. Um, you know, there are people who are uh, uh, just wealthy beyond wealthy. You know, when you or in, in this world, yeah. I should say. You know, we're talking about the one yeah. percenters. We're talking about the Rothschilds. We're talking about. Oh, uh, okay. Well, uh, those big boys. Well, what about the uh, the communists? Where do they fit in? They're what? one percenters too. Yeah, you go. Go ahead, say something, Peter. Yeah, they're one percenters you know, too. Uh, Putin is one of now, the richest man on here, earth. Here's something from the uh, social media crowd. Um, someone says the same propaganda that founded this country is the same propaganda that we are still dealing with today. Mm. Uh, what do you guys say about that? Uh, 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 Dr. Sam, what do you say about that? 
Well, I mean, there are people that want to be free, okay? They want to believe in the Constitution and follow the Constitution and the, what the Founding Fathers said. And uh, the, uh, the communists and big, big, uh, I don't know what, the, it, it's hard to characterize, but they're, they're big, uh, influential people that are trying to step on the the average man well you know you know well frank you know i gotta keep it all the way 100 which you know when but but i think i understand what the person was saying the same propaganda that was being said in the beginning is some of the same propaganda that's trying to be said now and what we're talking about is that i think you know i think uh, uh our guest today peter hayes is actually going to allude to some of that today is that there is a known mindset that certain people believe a certain thing. They believe that they are the privileged. You know, they are the the ones chosen by God. They are the ones, you know, based on controlling things, based on skin color, based on privilege and their status and everything. There is a propaganda that has been uh, uh, used against people in this society, they uh, and you. I mean, you got to think about it. You're older than us, you know. We call it the baby boom, the baby <laughs> boom, the baby boomer generation. But the baby boomer generation, yeah. that era, they decided that you know, based on color, they decided to to control and keep things a certain way. And so the rest of the world is paying attention to that. And I truly believe, and I think, uh, uh, you know, Dr. Simon, your time has come to a short. You call late, so we're going to have to, you know, uh, move move you on and everything. But uh, uh, okay. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, we got to move you on. We got a show we got to do. Uh, but I think the conversation that we're going to be having with uh, uh, Mr. Uh, 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 Peter Hayes and everything is going to allude to the principles, okay, that we've been deceived. And, Joe, we have all been deceived and i thank you uh frank for calling in and everything you're gonna be back next week let's go to a commercial break truth be told we'll be right back hey folks it's mr just ask joe from the truth be told show it's historyuntold400.org remember you never know where you're going until you know where you've been historyuntold400.org check them out yeah, because that What's up, folks? This is Mr. Just Ask Joe, and I want to tell you about a quaint little spot called D. Nally's. Awesome food, great price, 970 South 3rd Street. Remember, D. Nally's, 970 South 3rd Street. Check them out. Get something good to eat. Thank you, Truth Be Told, for allowing God's Lives Matter to be a sponsor. Wearable products, as the purple T-shirt is bearing witness every life created by God has infinite value. Visit GodsLivesMatter.com. All righty, now listen up. I think we're going to go ahead. Hey, Joe, let's let me ask before we do the unlearn to relearn, you know, thing. Uh, uh, Joe, let's, uh, let's, let's, uh, you know, let's talk a little bit about that little conversation we just had there, you know, and I want to go back to what the, uh, the person on the internet was saying, you know, uh, 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 the same propaganda, okay, of the past is the same propaganda of today. That's, uh, uh, that's Brother Marcus. Uh, that, uh, bro- oh, that was Brother Marcus, okay, Brother Marcus, okay. Um, um, I think we it, – I'm just going to keep it 100, okay. There's two propagandas, okay. Is the propaganda the world give you and is the propaganda our creator give us, okay. And the – I think sometimes we just have to decide with free will which one we're willing to sell out to, okay? And I think more often we take the easiest of the two, okay? Because one requires certain principles, certain things that you got to you got to sacrifice, you know, you got to do. And the other this allows you to do what you will because it says, you know, you you have free will to just do what you want to do and there's no consequences for it. Well, I believe that that's where that third eye plays a role, okay? You have to be able to choose, okay, and suffer whatever those consequences is to do what's right, to follow the one that comes from my creator. Joe, are you following me? No, I, I, I definitely agree, man. It's, 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 um, it's pertinent in this day and age more than ever 
before uh, simply because uh, the times are changing, like I said, and, um, you know, you're going to have to, you know, you're going to have to uh, open your eyes and, 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 you know, become something a little bit different. Uh, and, and like we said, just go a little bit deeper in this day and age. Yeah. You, you just got to get deeper. Matter of fact, uh, I think y'all might have heard me say this, you know, I'm from Miami, okay? I remember my father we used to take me fishing, you know, and we go to the little go to the little stream, stream and everything, and we fish with certain type of bait and everything. And I remember, I remember when my father said we was going, we taking the boat, and we was going out to the going out in the ocean. <laughs> and Dad said, my dad said, oh, oh, by the way, I got to go by and get some different bait. And I remember, I was like, we can't use the same bait we was using before. And my dad said, no, you know, when you fish in deep waters, you got to use a different type of bait. Ooh, you got to use a different type of bait. And if you're not willing to use different type of, type of bait to get what you need to get from deep waters, you will continue getting shadow consequences from the things that don't mean you no good. Man, did I just say something? Man, I just dropped that just dropped something. Hey Vince, did you like how I just dropped that back? <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Am I am I am I am I one hundred? Okay, I got my one hundred hat on, okay? I'm just trying to keep it one hundred, all right? You know. Bottom line is if you're not willing to fish deep, then you're gonna continue getting shadow consequences, okay? Mm, that's that third eye. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. Okay. <laughs> All right. Go hey. ahead. Get that unlearn to relearn, Vince. Carter G. Woodson, The Miseducation of the Negro. The Miseducation of the Negro joins the opposition with the objection that the study of the Negro keeps alive questions which should be forgotten. The Negro should cease to remember that he was once held a slave, that he has been oppressed, and even that he is a Negro. The traducer, however, keeps before the public such aspects of this history as will justify the present oppression of the race. It would seem then that the Negro should emphasize at the same time the favorable aspects to justify actions in his behalf. One cannot blame the Negro for not desiring to be reminded of being the sort of creature that the oppressor has represented the Negro to be. But this very attitude shows ignorance of the past and a slavish dependence upon the enemy to serve those whom he would destroy. The Negro can be made proud of his past only by approaching it scientifically himself and giving his own story to the world. What others have written about the Negro during the last three centuries has been mainly for the purpose of bringing him where he is today and holding him there. Ooh, that's, that's our brother. Okay, uh, Marcus Ray just dropped it like it was hot, you know, everything. And uh, I think it's a very uh, uh, good intro into uh, our guest today, okay? You know, uh, the topic he's talking about, uh, Mr. Peter Hayes, okay? Uh, uh, better hey, day hey, for Peter hey, Hayes. Hey. Yes, sir. <laughs> and he's going to, you know, he's going to introduce himself. You know, I, I, I knew Peter, you know, I've been knowing Peter now, what, 15, 20 years now, right? And uh, I, when I first met him is when he allowed me to go in his place when he went out of town and everything. And uh, uh, the people that he left there and everything, you know, uh, they were trying to overthrow you. OK. Yeah. And uh, that's when we I called you and told you, Peter, you need to hear him and get on back home because people are trying to overthrow you <laughs> in, your, in your own organization. So uh, I want to uh, gladly introduce uh, my brother from another mother, uh, Peter Hayes with Better Days here in the studio. OK. Truth be told. Hey, great. It's Peter Better Days with Peter Hayes, and great to be on the Truth Be Told radio show. Louisville, I hope you are ready for some truth to be dropped. Um, I want you to do something. Take out a piece of paper and a pen and take some notes as we speak about these deep truths we're going to drop today. And do this for me. I, I mentioned this on uh, the podcast Saturday. Take one of those pieces of paper and roll it up into a ball like a rock because— you know, just like when Jesus spoke, remember Jesus said, 
You stoned all the prophets before him, and they stoned him and crucified him. So we're going to drop some real serious professional knowledge on you today. And if you get angry, just throw that rock at the radio, at your, your radio, you know, get that anger out. Mm. And, you know, I just want to, you know, play with you a little bit. What you're talking yeah. about is uh, if you can't handle the truth, okay, uh, you might want to go ahead and stone it. That's what happened to Stephen, right? You know, yeah. Stephen got stoned, right, because he was dropping something so heavy, okay, that they couldn't handle it. So that's basically what you're referring to, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah right. So that includes uh, uh, Vince and me showing y'all make sure y'all ball up some people. That's right, right. <laughs> so, you know, uh, it says here that there's three foes here, you know, uh, three foes you say you want to, it's the beginning, it's the fall, and then it's awakening. So uh, just explain to people just a little bit about your beginning. The beginnings. The beginnings. Peter Hayes' beginning. Sure. I w- I've gone through three stages in life. Peter Hayes, Hazer. The fall, and then better days with Peter Hayes. So Peter Hayes was born in Long Island, New York, Irish Catholic family, six kids. We lived in Long Island, New York, and tragically, I guess untragically, my mother died when I was four years old. So we moved from Long Island to Yonkers. Anyone knows the Yonkers outside of Bronx? It's the hood, (laughs) and it's pretty rough there. And... My dad, unfortunately, he was a stone-cold alcoholic, and he used to come home and beat my mom and us kids. He was just a nasty drunk. But he worked. He drove a truck for the Long Island Railroad Express, but he was a drunk. So when we went to Yonkers, New York, we weren't being really supervised because I was four years old. My brother Joseph was two years old. I had a sister, Kathy, um, two years old, uh, three, three years old, two years old. We were young kids, mm. and my sister Ann, who was about 10, was taking care of us. We got reported to the New York State uh, Social Services. They took us out, and we all ended up in foster homes. Okay. And so part of my story, people um, know me. I've worked all over the world and in America. Why am I so concerned about the descendants of American slave community? Why did I start the Martin Luther King Day of Service here 20 years ago? Well, one of the experiences that made my life so important was in that first foster home, guess who moved in with us was an African-American brother and his brother. And the foster mom, she was a German lady from Germany, a spinster. And I, we, I, I can't prove it, Michonne, but I think she escaped Nazi Germany because she was so strict. She had a one-acre property in Peekskill, New York, with barbed wire around it. Now, this is a foster mom, so she wow. would take us kids in. Now, this is 1966, remind you. A lot of stuff was going on. Now, so it's me and my bro- younger brother, this African-American brother and his brother, and I saw how he was taking care of his brother, and we bonded against the Nazi. Let's make sure I get this right. So I want to use the proper terminology that was used back then. So it was you and your white family members and this black family young man in the same condition that you were in came to this foster care in the same house in the same condition in the same i want to make sure we say the right terminology you you irish irish Irish, but color construct was white okay yeah at that time that young man saw himself as black okay so go ahead and so i was taking care of my younger brother and he was taking care of his younger so we bonded it's uh, it's it's very funny because she was very strict. She would say she would have us eat uh, cream cheese and liverwurst sandwiches at night. We we would throw it in the toilet. We we actually took the sandwiches when she left the kitchen and threw it behind the refrigerator. Okay, now what happened is one day she cleaned the kitchen and moved that refrigerator. Oh boy! All four of us got a whoop, and she whooped all four of our butts real bad. But that bonded us. So we were we were we were fighting the Nazi, and so anyway. That happened. The second, so I went from one year in one place, one year another. The third family, we lived for six years. Now, they, we were like the Jeffersons. <laughs> Guess what was in our backyard? Was a diving board into the Long Island Sound, the ocean. We had our own diving board in our backyard. We had our own boat dock in the backyard with two or three boats all the time. <laughs> we thought we had made it. Now, what happened was... Um, this is why I'm against religious bigotry. 
They wanted to adopt us. They were United Methodists, but my father was a Catholic, okay? And he would not let them uh, adopt us because Catholics and so crazy. So what happened, they started treating me and my brother because they had three kids, okay? It was the mom, dad, three kids, us, five of us. They started treating us. For instance, they went to California and on vacation in Florida, but Peter and Hayes and Joseph Hayes, we got shipped to Baltimore to live with their daughter. Now, what's wrong with that? So the, the, the two parents and their three kids go on vacation. We go to Baltimore. Anyway, that was the religious bigotry. Now, what, here's where the racism came in. So we're at the dinner table. Mom, Dad, Leave it to Beaver, their three kids. And this was 72. I'm 12 years old, the same age as Jesus when he went into the temple. Mm. Remember? And, and Anyway, so the dad... You know, and he was good Christian, Sunday school. Big time confessing Christian. He was an IBM executive in White Plains, New York, the IBM headquarters. Now, what happened was there were some riots and stuff, and he he popped off at the table. He said, oh, look at them niggers. They're up to no good. They're tearing up the city. And so Peter Hayes is sitting there, and I said, hey, you shouldn't call them niggers. They're black people just like us. Well, he, right, he went. Be- I, I don't think we can say that word on the radio. So let's just be can cautious we? of that. No, it's it's that's what I'm just telling my life story. Anyway, so what happened was he sent me up to the room without dinner and he came up and beat on me and I'm fending off the blow. So he's beat me. Bum, bum, bum. And he would go down stairs for 15 minutes, came up, beat me. And I'm blown. He was demon possessed. He was so angry that I challenged him because I said you shouldn't call. Um, my friends. And anyway, so that's one incident. Now, what was the second incident was about uh, six months later or a year, same thing, dinner table, and he pops off again. Well, those niggers are tearing up the city, are up to no good. Now, I tell the story. Most kids would have done what? They would say, listen, I got my what butt, butt whooped, and I'm going to sit it out. But I had this fighting Irish ancestry, righteous, so I said, don't call them niggers. They're black people just like us. Bada bing, bada boom, up to my room, no dinner, came up and beat me. And he was, I'm telling you, he was and he was demon-possessed. I'm fighting off the blows. No one downstairs knew what was going on because he would go down 15 minutes, come on up, boom, boom, boom. And this went on for for an hour or two. Hey, hey Peter, I'm, what, you know, I want to jump in there because people... I, I know people who done heard you say the, the N-word a couple of times, but I'm going to tell you something. Uh, uh, the reason I want to jump in there and, uh, and explain something, everybody got a story, okay? And I remember when you first told me that story. You and I was mm-hmm. sitting there, and we were uh, getting to know one another, and uh, I shared my story about what I've been through there. Yep. And to tell the story, you got to tell the story in, in in its accuracy. You can't, you know, Absolutely. you can't, you can't, you can't tell it in the in, in what do we call political correctness, okay? Because you don't want to offend nobody. I was comfortable with myself to listen to your story, and I received it as the way you shared it with me. And I think that's the reason why you and I bonded yes. the way that we bonded because we actually identify ourselves as I'm the salt and you the pepper because yep. I. I've been able to navigate in the dominant European community and everything, and I've been able to allow, I have been allowed to speak my truth in that community, and all my people that allowed me to speak my truth allowed me to speak my truth. I'm from the hood, okay, and I spoke my truth, okay, but they respected me because of the truth that I spoke. And so I just want people to understand on the truth be told and everything, uh, I, I want, uh, 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 Peter Hayes to speak his truth and with that being said let's break to a little commercial break and come on back pay some bills and come on back and listen to the other paths uh, when you uh, uh, the fall you know your true fall and what happened to you let's go ahead hey folks it's Mr. Just Ask Joe from the Truth Be Told show it's historyuntold400.org remember you never know where you're going until you know where you've been historyuntold400.org check them out What's up, folks? This is Mr. Just Ask Joe, and I want to tell you about a quaint little spot called D. Nally's. Awesome food, great price, 970 South 3rd Street. Remember, D. Nally's, 970 South 3rd Street. Check them out. Get something good to eat. 
Thank you, Truth Be Told, for allowing God's Lives Matter to be a sponsor. Wearable products, as the purple t-shirt, is bearing witness. Every life created by God has infinite value. Visit GodsLivesMatter.com. right music at the right time and on it's appropriate and everything straighten out my life again and uh i just want to reemphasize you know you know you know again you know uh, uh peter hayes better days with peter hayes okay uh you just shared a, a story and you shared something with us and everything that's part of your beginnings absolutely it's part of your beginnings and i believe every one of us Vince, Joe, me, Sean, all you listeners, we all got a beginnings. If we correlate that with the Bible, we all have in the beginnings, okay? Now, we got that stuff in the middle, and we got that stuff in the end. Now, what your beginnings is can determine what your middle is going to look like, okay? And how you handle the middle turn out how your end going to be, okay? So let's go ahead and talk about, uh, you know, it says here – uh, Peter Hayes, the Hazer. So what do you mean? So gr- growing up in foster homes, um, if no one's been through that, um, it's challenging. You, know, you go to school and people say, well, what, my daddy this. I didn't have no parents. So, you know, um, what happened, I was big into sports for a while. And um, I remember saying, I'll never use drugs, you know, in ninth grade. I was on. I played soccer four years. We're on cross country basketball. I was right. a jock, and you know we used to play every day in the neighborhood. And um, well, when I was in tenth grade, uh, got into junior, I was at a party, and uh, they were passing some joints around. Okay, let's keep it real. And you know, the first time I passed, you know, no, I don't want any. And they were like pressuring me, so I took a little puff. I took one puff, and man, that stuff was. That that grogged me out. That felt good. Well, and Joe, he got some of that Miami stuff, bro. He got some of yeah. that Miami stuff, bro. So <laughs> what happened was I went from being my boy name is Peter Hayes. That's the first stage of my life. That's the my my creation, just like Adam and Eve. The fall was I got hooked on drugs. And so I, from my junior and senior year in high school, I like a Muslim's pray five times a day, Peter Hayes, Hazer, they called me Hazer, H-A-Z-E-R, got high five times a day. So my friends would pick me up at 7.30 in the morning, we'd smoke a joint, 10 a.m. homeroom, smoke a joint, noon, go out, smoke a joint, after school, 3.30, smoke a joint. Every night up until about 7, 7.30, we had to be home eight, smoked a joint. I did this for four years of my life, from 17, 18, 19, 20. And because I was a hustler, 
how to hustle, make some money, I started selling drugs. I would have stopped right there because, see, when people look at you and they say hustler, <laughs> you know, I don't see hustler, okay? But back in your day, you you, you from New York, you know. I'm, hey, Joe, I'm, I'm I remember the first of... time I met Peter. Peter said, I was a, I, hey, I so dope. I was a hustler. You know, I'm from Miami, man. He didn't look like what I consider <laughs> hustler and dope dealer, Joe. Joe, Joe, you know what I'm talking about, right? You know, he just don't come across. <laughs> Yeah, people don't believe it. They're like, oh, snap. But um, so I started selling drugs in high school, out of my school, high school locker, marijuana. I would buy you were the man. ounces, quarter pounds of marijuana, some joints. And I used some of it to get the high, but I was some, and I was hustling. So people said, well, where did you learn sales and marketing? I learned in high school. You know, that's um, my business now I do sales and marketing for companies and nonprofits and political campaigns. I learned that hustle, unfortunately, there. Now, I went from selling marijuana to hash. Then at 18, I moved from New York to California. This is the 70s. This is 1976. All right, come okay. on. Okay. Okay, I was born in 1960. I moved out to California when I... When, I, when you're 18, you age out of the foster care. So my foster mom said... Well, on my birthday is April 5th. She said basically a month before, like, where are you going to live April 6th? And I was like, oh, I don't know. I'm an 18. Who, what 18 old kid with no parents? No. But I had saved up about $1,000 from working and doing From your hustle. From hustle. So I got on, me, me, me and my friend and his girlfriend got on a bus. We moved to Santa Cruz, California. Now, this is how the, I tell people that this is my fall. So I went from marijuana to hash. Out in California, I was buying ounces of cocaine and selling it, 18-year-old, 19-year-old. Then I started selling, shipping LSD from San Francisco to New York City through the mail. Okay, and the devil had me down. I was playing music, rock and roll. You know, because you played a guitar. You oh, actually have played guitar. for me. Oh, and yeah, yeah, you got guitar. that. You got that skill. Down. I, yeah. I had long hair, ponytail. Yeah, yeah. And Hazer was having the time of his life. Now, in your fallen state. And yeah, now here's what happened. If you if you've never taken a hallucinogenic like mushrooms or LSD, that opens you up spiritually. So I had this experience where I descended into hell. Now let me take a I lived in the Santa Cruz Mountains where there was a lot of satanic cults up there. Not make believe cults, real satanic real cults. My next door neighbor told us he's a Satanist and he was a homosexual. Interesting. So check that homosexuality and Satanism go together many times. Well, he's, he, he was out front. Now, we, me and my homeboys were all heterosexual, so we didn't have anything to do with him, but he was clear, I'm a Satan worshiper and I'm a homosexual. So that spirit in the Santa Cruz Mountains was really low. When I took this LSD, I descended into hell mm. spiritually and these demons were, I saw tens of thousands of demons. This is your third eye, Peter. Yeah. You're talking about your third eye. This is the spiritual. Yeah, this is the third eye. And yeah. so what happened was the first thing they said is, your soul belongs to us and give up your soul. And I'm like, oh, smack. And I'm this, and I'm battling them. And I, and I said, no, 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 no. My soul doesn't belong to you. And I literally prayed three times to God, let me die, because this was, it was a spiritual battle. And three times they said, your soul belongs to, to us. Give up your soul. And I refused them. I'm fighting this out. Now, here's what these demons do. They took me through my whole life, showed me everything I did wrong, lying, stealing, drugging, you know, blah, blah. and I couldn't argue with them because these are things I did. So they, they, they felt like they had me. These demons even said this, your mother died because of you. Oh, snap. I'm a four-year-old boy. My mother died. They wanted all this guilt trip. And I was praying desperately to God. After about f three, four hours, I snapped out of it. And I didn't give up my soul to the devil. And, you know, and I had a reapproachment. So I'll get a little bit hey, to the way. Peter, I, I think we should start right there before we. Now, Joe, you've been silent in this day before we go to break and everything. As I'm trying to stay on point here, get us back on at 942, 945, breaking commercial. But, Joe, I wanted to get you in here. Now, you've been listening to 
our buddy and pal. You you met Peter and everything. Now you know what's your take on uh, listening to Peter Hayes and Better Days and everything, uh, and listen to his story, Joe. Hey, Better Days with Peter Hayes, man. Uh, always a treat to have him on. He was just on the Tipping Point show this past Saturday, but um, I, I tell you what was uh, uh, quite amazing. I don't know if anybody for some reason getting uh, uh, feedback, but. Um, it's interesting because I'm, I'm sitting here, you know, in my mind, I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, you know, what if uh, Hazer, if Hazer had a church, the, an enlightened Hazer had a church, I'm wondering what would communion look like? <laughs> you know, what, what would you pass out for people to chew on? Because apparently... Um, what you were chewing on uh, uh, created some some serious spiritual enlightenment. So I'm just sitting here thinking, like, man, you know that that is some serious stuff. So, you know, I'm in awe and, and, and shock. You know, uh, I was, you know, first I was stuck on Hustler, and 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 now I'm thinking about this. So uh, I'm just listening, man, because this is some uh, stone cold uh, stuff that uh, my man is dropping about spirituality. I wonder how many other people, you know, have had an experience like that. You know, 502-571-1240, you get a chance to call in. 502-571-1240, tell us real quick about your spiritual uh, enlightenment if you might have had a situation like uh, Better Days with Peter Hayes. You know, and with that being said, you know, uh, real quick, right? yes, sir, we're going to go to break. But before we go to, you know, I listen to the broadcast also, tipping point, okay? And uh, I believe that everything is not an accident and everything, and I believe in playing the game of bid whist and everything. And I talk, people tell, hear me say bid whist all the time. They don't understand what I mean about that. Uh, when I listened to you on the tipping point the other day, uh, Saturday, uh, you laid some stuff out there that caused even the other people that were listening to you to follow suit. And in bid whist, okay, you either follow suit or you renege or be exposed. And what I I called you immediately, I believe, I, you remember, I called you immediately and said, Peter, you dropped such an interesting piece about something that even the people that was there, and I got confirmation with that with my brother up in Paducah, he said, he said it to me first. He said, Peter Hayes dropped such a deep conversation that if you had any amount of truth in you, you either is going to play it or if you try to fight against it, be exposed. <laughs> okay. And I want to thank you for that because when I tell people about playing the game of bid whist, I applied in my life. I come with the truth. And if you have any amount of truth, Vince, in you, you're going to either play your truth or you're going to try to renege and show me something else. Hello? And that's when you get exposed. That leads right to a commercial break. Be right back. Truth be told. Hey, folks, it's Mr. Just Ask Joe from the Truth Be Told show. It's HistoryUntold400.org. Remember, you never know where you're going until you know where you've been. HistoryUntold400. Check them out. What's up, folks? This is Mr. Just Ask Joe, and I want to tell you about a quaint little spot called D. Nally's. Awesome food, great price, 970 South 3rd Street. Remember, D. Nally's, 970 South 3rd Street. Check them out. Get something good to eat. Thank you, Truth Be Told, for allowing God's Lives Matter to be a sponsor. Wearable products as the purple t-shirt is bearing witness every life created by God has infinite value. Visit GodsLivesMatter.com. I'll never hurt you again 
divine principles and awakening that cause you to get into awakening bit. But Joe, before we do that, let's talk about that Frank, uh, Dr. Frank Simon and uh, what he's offering and being one of our sponsors. Frank, would you, uh, you do that for me a little bit, Joe? Um, well, well, we'll talk about the AFA of Kentucky or the American Family Association of uh, Kentucky. That's A-F-A-K-Y-D-O-R-G. Again, that's a-S-A-K-Y dot O-R-G. So if, in fact, uh, you want to check them out, you can uh, hit them up at any point. Um, just look them up at A-S-A-K-Y dot O-R-G. All righty. And so uh, now we, I think we're leading right into the third, uh, you know, the rest restoration, the restoration, awakening, the, restoration. Uh, the awakening and everything. So, you know, so you was an attack, you know, uh, the, the, the demonicness wanted to take you out and everything and everything. You push back and everything. So what led you to what we call now better days with Peter Hayes? Well, what got you there? So, you know, tell us about that. Yeah. And I guess, um, we talked about this a lot. Um, and I, you know, I am an ordained minister. Been preaching and ministry all over the world. God's blessed me. Thankful. God took a little hustling kid from New York. I've been to Russia. I've been to Kenya, Africa. Talked to prime ministers. I met the prime minister of Kenya and talked to him, just like we are. I met the president of Ethiopia, the vice president of Nigeria, and they shook my hand, telling some of the stuff. I've been to Israel twice. I've been to Japan, Korea all over America, and that's what God will do when you turn your life over. So um, I'm going through this spiritual struggle. I'm 19 years old, okay, and, you know, um, the Hazers got rock and roll. I tell people the devil had me wrapped up, okay? So one day I had a long, you know, I had long hair, ponytail. I was working at a nursing home. I was wanting a better job. I'd go to job interviews, and I'm like, right. nah, I ain't going to hire no long-haired hippie, <laughs> you know. So I, one, one day the spirit just woke me up and said, Peter, you need to go get a haircut. So I went down and was on my way to get a haircut, like Paul, Paul, <laughs> you, know, so, you know. And on the way, I met two Christian sisters, and they said, hey, you know, uh, we're, we're doing some workshop. You like to come hear what we're doing? And one gal was from Australia, and the other gal was from England. So I, I'm a young guy, and I'm like, wow, I, you know, these young ladies from different c- countries. So that that intrigued me. They said, well, we have a a, a potluck lunch. You know, if you want to come, grab something and bring something. So I went to get my hair cut. Zip, chopped it all off. Almost looked like our brother Vince here. <laughs> Not that, but so look, kind of like what I'm at. So I went to that uh, uh, location and. I knocked on the door and they were like, who are you? Because I looked so different. And they said, oh, okay, come on in. And they shared a little bit about what they were doing. And it was young people from all over the world on fire for the Lord. And they gave me a little lecture about, hey, we got a workshop that we, you know, if you want to come to a weekend workshop with a lot of music and singing. And and so I liked it. I liked the people. Now, I, I live 45 minutes away, so I got on the bus, and me, Sean, Vince, and Joe, I had talked myself out of it. The devil said, nah, you don't need to go, you know, 
because uh, let me backtrack a little. That first foster home, six years old, I had a knockdown prayer with the Lord. And I said, listen, what did I do that you're whooping on my butt? Because I... When the Catholic Church taught that everything happens, good or bad, evil, is God, and we can't figure it out. It's a mystery. And so, uh, good question for a six-year-old kid. You killed my mom. You made my da- daddy a drunk. You killed my mama. You d- destroyed my family. I'm in a foreign land with my brother, and I was in tears, and the Lord, ne- he didn't even answer me. And I was pleading with him. And so, I kind of said, okay, you won't give me an answer. You know, when you want, when you're willing to talk, we'll talk. So, backtrack. Nineteen, I knew of God and I support Him, but I was like, Nah, dude, you ain't gonna be in straight with me. And when you want to talk, okay. Now, because I was miseducated, because I was miseducated. So what happened was, I go to that and I go to this word. So I took the 45 minute bus back to my drug friends, all my druggies, you know, friend. And guess what? God works a mysterious way. I told them, hey, I, you know, I was offered to go to this workshop, Christian workshop. They, they said, yeah, you should go, dude, man. It sounds cool. They convinced me to get back on the bus 45 minutes, go back to Santa Cruz. And I went up to um, this workshop in the San Francisco area. And I heard some of these lectures called Divine Principle. And what was amazing about it, it— um, they spent a lot of time, and I do my ministry with the book of Genesis, okay? Book of Genesis. And I ask someone, if I give you a book, here's the Holy Bible, right? Where are you going to start reading a book? You start in the beginning. Now, when I went to Bible college and Christian theology does not start in the beginning, they start in the middle of the book with Jesus. And they go backwards and forward, centered on some misconception, in my opinion, <laughs> of what the Messiah was. And so what we did is we spent a whole lot of time finding out when God said he created man and his males and females and his image and likeness, and he gave us three simple duties and responsibility. To be fruitful as individuals, man up as a man, woman up as a female, and then come together in godly marriage multiply, and have dominion, okay? And I ask a simple question. To be, is that a verb or a noun? Mm. It's a verb. What about multiply? Now, multiplying some fun stuff between a husband and wife, that's, you know, making love, that's, that's some good stuff. That takes two to tangle, you, you know. And be fruitful. Take it, be in dominion. So the question is, who was supposed to do that? Was God supposed to be fruitful, multiply, and have dominion? No, human beings. So when I heard that, I was like, oh, snap. Wait a minute. I never heard that before. And so um, then when I heard about the fall of man, I found I, I had this insight that, oh, wow, I've been blaming God for what the devil did. See, God didn't tell my father to drink and become a drunk. It was or the use devil. the N-word. That's right. Well, that was foster parents. Yeah, but yeah, I'm but, talking but, about real But parents. I'm used yeah. to them. Yeah, all that, that, all that, that yeah. was the devil. And what happened is I went down by the river, and I had a prayer, and I repented to God in tears. I said, I'm sorry. I've been angry at you. And we reapproached. So that was beautiful. And then I had a vision of Jesus on the cross. And people don't understand it, but I saw Jesus on the cross. And he was in tears, crying. And I, I'm, I'm having this spiritual vision. And I asked him, why are you crying? You know, we, we talk about Jesus' glory. So he said, Peter, the people are doing terrible things in my name. And they're not, they don't understand that I came to build the kingdom of heaven on earth. I didn't come to die on the cross. I came to free people on earth, the kingdom of heaven on earth as it is in heaven. And, and, I, and I was like, oh, wow. And, and I said, I asked Jesus straight up. Because I wanted to, that devil was still talking me. The devil was saying, hey, you ought to go back to your drugs and your guitar. And I said, Jesus, I'm going to ask you straight up. Is this where you want me to be? You want me to build? And Jesus said, yes, I want you to dedicate your life to building the kingdom of heaven on earth. Now, I'm 19 and a half, a little bit shy of 20. And so I, that's where I went from Peter Hayes to Hazer to Better Days with Peter Hayes. And I've been doing ministry and business and 
all over the world for 40 years, and I'm a kingdom builder. I tell people I am a global tribal messiah. You know, and I want to, as we are about to close, and there's that I wanted to let you know, and then uh, you did, yeah, time gotten away from us, isn't when things going well. And, Joe, I'm going to let you close this out, but I'm, before you uh, close this out, I just want people to know uh, he is a, you know, you are a, a kingdom builder, and you uh, inter- you took me to Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. to meet Reverend Moon, and I met Reverend Moon, and I sat in a Reverend Moon teaching, okay, and he, too, shared stuff with me that I had never heard before, yep. That I, and I didn't get it from different people. I got it straight from Reverend Moon, which makes my life, I believe that I am also a Messiah, okay, uh, because from that day on, I started walking with a tremendous difference authority. in my yep. belief and authority that comes from not from religion, but from my relationship with my creator. And so with that being said, Joe, what you think, man? Hey, I think next week we'll see you Tuesday right here, same place, same time on the Truth Be Told Show. We out. listening to the Truth Be Told radio show, brought to you by God's Lives Matter and History Untold 400. Join us every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. on 1240 a.m. WLLV. For more, check out our website at www.truthwithanebetold.com. Please become a member of the Truth Be Told community on Facebook and like, share, and subscribe our YouTube channel. And remember, truth be told, it's not just his story, it's our story.